the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of Elitaria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. This week on Reigning in Life Through Faith. What happens here is temporary. Why would I allow a temporary situation control my eternity? Thank you for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Mills as he begins part six of Rewards of Kingdom Citizenship. Can I just talk to you all just a little bit about faith actually operating in faith? I came in here one night I had just been had an operation. I don't know whether it's the same day or the next day. Getting there. Might have been the next day. With little balls hanging off, draining. Can nobody see it because it was underneath my clothes. Sat on a stool. Taught. Wednesday night. Because I cared more about the people that God had given to me to minister to than I did myself. And I could stay at home and say, hey, listen, you know, I need, I need to be at home. I need to get a little rest. I was relying on acting in faith. Somebody say, no, that's stupid. You, 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 you foolish. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm still living. I'm still here. You understand? You will never know when anything is wrong with me. Because I'm going to stand before you and I'm going to allow the faith of God to activate the power of God to minister to you. And some people, they get a little sniffle and they, I got to stay at home. And I hope that's not nobody watching, watching right now on the internet. I mean, if you're really hurting and you can't get out the bed and whatever you understand, that's a whole different ball game. But, you know, you just tired and you stayed at home today. Hey, faith. No, faith drags you out the bed. Faith causes you to put on your clothes. Faith causes you to drive up the highway or down the highway and get here where the power of God is so that the power of God can can energize you. That's what faith does. I mean, when you look at the promises of God, I mean, God got a lot of promises in here. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm looking at, I'm, I am, listen, you have to challenge the word of God in order to find out whether or not God's going to perform it or not. You got to put some pressure on the word of God. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. 
I say you got to put some pressure on the word of God. Now watch this now, because I'm I'm reading verse 9 and 10. Verse 9 says, Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hungry. Hunger. The young lions. <laughs> the young lions. Y'all ever watch lions? Y'all ever see uh uh you know uh National Geographic or whatever, you know, and they have the animals and animal kingdom and all that kind of stuff on there, you know, you watch. Young lions don't go out hunting. You know, it's, it's, it's the big ones. They go out. And then they, they get the game. And then they call the young ones over. So you understand what I'm saying? So we can find out exactly where you're young or where you're old. <laughs> young ones stay at home. Old ones come out because they understand. I got to go and get it. Huh? I got to go and get it. Yeah. And I, I've been, First Lady and I have been old in this thing ever since we got started because we never stayed. We always went to get. Always went to get. Watch this now. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Well, just we, we thing is italicized, which means wasn't there. But let's say, let's say, he says now. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good, any good, whatever is good. He says now, those who seek the Lord. See, you, you got you you got to put some effort in this thing. <laughs> you you got to put some effort. Stop giving yourself excuses. You, yeah, you, you give yourself excuse. You let your body tell you something that is temporary. This body is temporary, you know. This body is. There is an eternal body that you're going to have. But this one is temporary. And you let your temporary challenge your eternal. Well, if you ain't dead, you can make it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm serious. You know, don't give me those sob stories. I don't want to hear it. All right. Um, and praise the Lord. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Oh, God is good. Amen. Now, let's look at uh, Psalm 23. The kingdom of heaven does not want us concerned about resources. I said the kingdom of heaven. Listen. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The kingdom of God does not want you concerned about resources. I'm a kingdom citizen. I should not be concerned about resources. If I seek the Lord. He's going to give me whatever I want. Whatever I need, he's going to give it to me. <laughs> the kingdom of God does not want us concerned about resources. It is the king's responsibility 
to take care of the citizens. It is the king's responsibility to take care of the citizens. So if I'm not being taken care of, I can, I, I can, I can ask for an audience in front of the king. <laughs> and, and, and plead my case. Amen. Yeah. Let's look, let's look at Psalm 20. Let's look, just really look at Psalm 23. I mean, you know, people go around, they quote it and all that kind of thing. But, you know, how much value do you put on Psalm 23 as a promise to you? And not just something we quote. Y'all with me? Yeah. You know, we've been quoting for years. You've been in, if you've been in church at any time, you know, through the years, you know, people have quoted Psalm 23. But now, how much have you took to heart Psalm 23? The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. So now, if the Lord is my shepherd, now that word shepherd there, that's a great word. Because it, it, it refers to him being our nurturer, um, our provider, um, our protector. Big thing. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about this. Um, my buddy said something that has triggered something in me ever since he said it. And he said it to me on um I think it was last, I don't know whether it was Sunday or Monday. I forget exactly what day it was. But do you know that that really we should not be looking for a church to join, but we should be looking for a shepherd who can shepherd us. What's most important is not joining a church but being shepherded by a shepherd. Someone who can, Jesus asked, y'all don't mind me just talking a little bit, do you? Doesn't matter anyway, because I'm going to talk anyway. In John, in John, the 21st chapter, which is the last chapter in in, uh, the gospel of John, the last thing that Jesus asked John was, John, do you love me more than these? And they would eat breakfast. And, and of course, you know, they came out of fishing. And so they had a fish breakfast. And, and Jesus was asking, asking John, say, John said, do you love me more than these? And he said, you know I do, Lord. He said, well, feed my lambs. First thing he said, feed my lambs. And then he asked me, he said, John, do you love me more than these? He said, you know I do. Get a little agitated, you know. Asked him the same thing. But that word love is different. One he said agape and the other one said, do you just feel your me? You understand? And he, and he said, and the next thing he said was, shepherd my sheep. And the last thing he said, he asked him again, say, you love me more than these? And he said, feed my sheep. 
That word feed there was nourish. Same, uh, uh, the, the feed, the shepherd and the feed is variations of shepherd, shepherding, what, what a shepherd would do. One, you know, is talking about nourishing, feeding you what you need in order for you to grow and mature. And the others making sure that you watch over them to keep them and protect them. The shepherd. Are you with me? So when he says in Psalm 23, he says, now, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And the thing that we should look for most as people of God, as people who desire to grow and develop and be what God wants you to be, is that you shouldn't be looking for a church as much as you should be looking for someone who would shepherd you. Someone who would feed you. That's the most important thing. And people coming to church want to see anything get along with the people. It ain't the people that you need. It's the shepherd that you need. So I'm going to stop asking people to join the church. I'm going to ask people, do you want a shepherd? See? See, because you need a shepherd. You don't need, you don't need a church. You don't need the right church. You need the right shepherd. Are you understanding? Can you hear what I'm saying? See, you need somebody who's concerned about you, who will nourish you, who will develop you and be there with you, you understand, to help you grow and mature in the things of God. You don't need somebody who's putting somebody else up to do something. And seeing how how big an organization they can have. And I'm not talking about nobody. Don't 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 even go there. Don't even think I'm talking about nobody. I'm just saying the mentality and some people have real small organizations, but still they got, they have set themselves up a hierarchy where you got all these people down underneath who wants to deal with the people and the shepherd is not really shepherding. That's not me. I'm a shepherd. I'm going to feed you. Now, you know, when your mom and your daddy was feeding you, when you were young, some of the things you didn't like. But it was good for you. It was so that you could grow. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't think that everything that I'm going to feed you, you understand, you're going to like. But is it nourishing? That's what you should be asking. Is it nourishing? Amen. Are you with me? Come on, let's look at this. <laughs> glory to God. Let's look at Psalm 23. Come on, let's look at it. Let's look at it, y'all. The Lord is what? My shepherd. I shall not want. So now if I'm in a place where there's a lot of want in me, I got to ask myself, have I made him my shepherd? Are you understanding? You know, have you really made your pastor your shepherd? Because if if you have, 
then whatever he is feeding you, like I, you know, like I bought, you know, the tapes up and I said, these are the things that you need to get. You know what you would do? Because you realize that you have a real shepherd. If you don't have them, you'd go in there right now, right after, and you'd run it. Yeah, you'd run. And you'd go in there and purchase it. That bookstore ought to be emptied of everything that they have, they have gotten today. Because you're try, you, you heard your shepherd say, this is what you need in order to be developed and grow, and I've taught it. And if you're interested in the eternal as opposed to the temporary, that's what you do. You got to be more, more interested in the eternal than you are in the temporary. Are y'all with me? Yeah. I am committed to growing you up and causing you to be mature Christians. I'm committed to that. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. But you got to help me. Amen. Yeah. I can only spoon feed you for so long. (laughs) Somewhere along the line, you got to come to the conclusion I got to get it. Amen. Are y'all with me? So now, let's go down. Let's look at this. Come on, y'all. We having fun today. I'm having fun. I don't know why. I'm having This is just good stuff. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He makes me lie down in green. He ain't asking you nothing. He making you do some stuff. See, I'm, I, 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 I look at this. I'm like, okay, God's going to make me do some stuff. And I may not want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Because I understand he's my shepherd. And if he's my shepherd, then whatever he wants me to do is for my betterment. Amen. Well, let me just, okay. All right. Okay, Lord. <laughs> Ooh, glory. Glory to God. Don't worry, we're going to come back over there. Let's go to Hebrews, 13th chapter. See, while I'm up here giving y'all stuff to the Lord, okay, now take them over there. Take them to Hebrews, 13, verse 17. Obey those who have the rule over you. Obey those who have the rule over you. And be submissive, for they watch out for your souls. As those who must give an account, let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Come on. Yeah, let's smile, you know, and receive this word. Are you with me? Yeah. Let it be a joy to me at least. (laughs) Amen. Glory to God. Yeah, you have to look at this. You know, you have to decide on whether or not you want a shepherd. And if you want a shepherd, then you'll understand that's what's going to be profitable for you. According to the word of God. And so when, when, when things are going on, whatever, you know, you can always say to God, God, I have a shepherd. If if I don't know, I don't. I can't see it right now. Give my shepherd what I need. 
That should be your prayer. Give my shepherd what I need so that I won't go lacking any good thing. Amen. Are you with me? Yeah. Glory to God. Now, let's go back over to Psalm 23. I did what the Lord told me to do. He leads me. Who is it that leads me? My shepherd leads me. The great shepherd leads me. The under shepherd leads me beside still waters. Still waters represent peace. Isn't that what it represents? Yeah, I don't know about y'all, but you know, in the country, you understand, and you could go down by the creek, and it may be just a bubble, but the water would be still. The only thing that you would hear is maybe a frog jumping or something leaping or in the water or whatever, but the water was still. That's the peace of God that transcends all understanding, that garrison in Mount God over your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. So he leads me beside the still waters. And watch this. He does what? Restores my soul. Who is it that restores my Who's doing this? When I fear the Lord, I'm looking for the Lord to do this for me. When I honor you as my brother or sister, I'm looking for God to lead me beside still waters. Amen. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of right. That right there, boy, I saw that. In the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. When we understand what the paths represent, the paths represents those things that were preordained for my life before the foundation of the world. That he says along these paths is the good life for me. So he leads me in paths, not one path, because, you know, he'll tell you to go this way and then go this way and then go this way. You got to be led. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In other words, when the day of evil comes, are you with me? I will fear no evil. For what? For thou art what? For, for, for you are with me. For thou art with me. God is with me. I know that the greater one lives on the inside of me. See, all of these things go together. See, if you get all these things, you understand, you know these things, no matter what's happening, you understand, my confession is, Father, I thank you because I know that you're with me. And I will not allow fear to come in because fear is a spirit that's not of God. Amen. And then he says, your rod. And you stand that, that word rod, man, that thing is something right there. Woo-wee. Now, the rod and staff, of course, the, the word of God is like a rod. It, it doesn't change. It doesn't bend. You can't, you can't bend God's word. But more importantly, that staff, that staff right there, when a king had a staff in his hand, the staff, if he pointed the staff at you, that means that you had permission to come into his presence. The actual staff is a staff of righteousness. If he, if he did something else with that staff, you might die. But here he says, your, star, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God's word, his righteousness allows me into his presence. In his presence is what? What do you say, first lady? Is fullness 
of joy in the presence of God. These are promised. These, see, uh, this is, see, these are the things you have to think about as God's promise. These are the things when you're doing something to somebody, you got to think about his promise. What did God promise? Can I allow whatever you do, you do, be yours and not mine? So that I can rely on the promise of God in his presence is fullness. I realize that I'm going to be in his presence. There is fullness of joy. There is fullness of joy. I'm not allowing anything that I see to control me. Because I have a greater promise. Joy. <laughs> you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemy. I'm looking for a table. If God, if God prepares a table, man, it's got to be sumptuous. It's got to be a lot of delect, delect, how you, I'm getting tongue-tied now. Delect, delectacles, delectables, delecto, whatever, delect. <laughs> Delicacies, yeah, yeah, there you go. Give me a word I can pronounce, brother. Delicacies is a whole lot better getting, getting all tongue-tied. Delicacies, there's a whole lot of delicacies on, in the table, on the table. In the presence of your enemy. In the presence of your enemy. In the presence of your No matter what your enemy is doing, God's going to provide some good stuff for you. Some of y'all might be going through some things right now, but don't worry. Listen, man, keep your hand in the hand. You don't keep your hand in the hand of the Lord. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Are you with me? Man, you got, see, you got to encourage yourself. And then he says, now, you are not my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. See, I just, I, I only need to get to all. I just need to understand the promise that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Why? Because I made him shepherd and I see Jesus is the shepherd, is the spiritual shepherd, but you also have a physical shepherd, the under shepherd that he has given to you. So if he's shepherd, if he's a great shepherd, then you also have to accept the physical shepherd that he's given to you. And when I make, when I make him my shepherd, he's going to lead me some places, man. That surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And then he says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
my, 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 my. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to I want to give you all this, and this is the last thing I'm going to give you, because if I dwell in the house of the Lord, I want you to hear this. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Thank you for tuning in to today's Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. If you are in the D.C. metropolitan area, Dr. Mills invites you to join our encounters every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday evening for our 7.30 p.m. Bible study. If you cannot join us, we invite you to visit our website and watch us live at agapeembassy.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.